0: Clark, my debut 1990 September, Bristol City away to get that opportunity what thousands of Jordy's
1: only dream of.
2: Lee Clark, Lee Clark 1-0. Williams, my first goal of a sudden underway at Leicester It uh, was a left foot volley. I didn't realise my left foot was for kicking the ball with it as well, I thought it was just for standard.
1: Williams!
3: Hignette. Playing against Chelsea and, and to score the first goal there is something that still lives with me now and it's, it's what most people will talk to me about.
4: Pick with the ball. Ronnie,
1: you beauty, you scouser, Teesside beauty. Worshiped every weekend, it's the three legends, banter and rivalry across the northeast on the tune, the cat, the red.
4: Boys, it's that time again. It is uh, It is a Friday. It is a six o'clock. Uh, if it's not on your watch Friday and six o'clock, you're listening to the repeat, all right? Uh, so don't bother phoning in. But if you are listening on Friday at six o'clock, get your calls in. Get your WhatsApp messages in. Speak to the lads. Lee Clark, Craig Hignett, Darren Williams, the numbers 0330-043-2002. And just to make it extra special, Clark is even joining us. From the peast. I did say the piece I didn't say oh, <laughs> <laughs> how are you, boys? How are you? All good, all good, all
3: good. All good.
4: Can't h- stop h- laughing, h- h- Dave, half-
3: after last week. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and that was I wasn't talking about the borough result.
4: Oh, I thought you were. Sorry, <laughs> no,
3: I'm talking about what's going on at Sunderland still. <laughs> <laughs> How to ruin a football club? How to ruin a football club?
5: We all uh, uh, need one of them fake Twitter accounts.
4: Yeah. I, hey, listen.
5: <laughs> I mean, you have got, got one. to start
3: with that, surely, haven't we? Surely, we've got to start yeah. with that because uh, well, I mean, what's it, it's only, Is it alleged or is it actually proven?
0: Well, it's, it's alleged, but when you look back over the years, it's in the name of uh, Michael yeah. Beal. This yeah. iPlayer player account, so he's linked to it. And oh, yeah. uh, everything that's been said or in, in a criticism about Bill, uh, this account, whoever's been running it, has been uh, f- in favour of them pointing out the, the reasons why certain things have happened, etc., etc. So, Higgy, that's where we missed out, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we well, <laughs> listen, Clarky, <laughs> you need a
3: fake account to protect me. I have got, <laughs> um, I've got experience of, of that, Ooh. of a manager with one of them. And, really? Um, yeah, it, it, <laughs> and and he got Middlesbrough promoted. I don't want to give his name away. Hang on, we're working this one out. Yeah, yeah, but I don't I want to give know his, his name is away. Already?
4: Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah,
3: um, because it, I thought I'd probably go mad if I said anything about it. <laughs> 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 he,
1: he had. I'm hovering over A fake the Twitter account. <laughs>
3: yeah. That would. Uh, praise i or put things down there it was listen it's rife it goes on um, maybe we're naive to think that it doesn't uh, but it does but trust me it goes on and and that's how mad it is now isn't it that's how murky it mm-hmm. is it's just i mean for me i couldn't think of anything worse than Absolutely going on something and, and bullying yourself up in a different account or batting mm-hmm. someone down but, it, it's just but, but even even
0: going on s- social media, Higgy, when you're a manager, yeah. you know, it's just, it's crazy. But where do you get the, the time, Clarky? If you're it? a manager, exactly. where do you
3: get the time to troll through that and then reply to stuff? Unbelievable. Exactly. No idea. It's, crazy. it's just it's mad, crazy. isn't it's it? Crazy. It's mad. But what what, what, what's uh, going on now, Daz? I mean, uh, you know, obviously Dodgy's got it, hasn't he, till, oh, it's, it's, till it's, the end? It's, it's
0: Dodgy for England, man. Yeah. The chance, England.
3: he's back. <laughs>
2: Let's let him, let him get sat out of the way first.
4: <laughs> hey follows. I've just found a well, Facebook man, yeah. a, I've just found a Facebook account here. It's uh Mr. Mr. Warren uh what's that Mr. Mr Mr Warren Dilliums. <laughs> <laughs> Dar- Darren Williams is Dave, the greatest. footballer of all time it says here.
2: <laughs> Dave I stopped posting on that ages ago mate. <laughs> oh
3: it is mad though isn't it, it no, is its mad. Been, i mean daz what how do you see sunderland now i mean where can they go from here there's, there's serious questions got to be asked haven't they about how they've how they've gone from it's, being such a stable progressive club under tony to in a a few uh, short weeks later um becoming almost a
2: laughing stock it's crazy mate to be fair i mean you know, you look at the situation. You know, you've got. You know, we had a, a manager in Tony Walbury, uh who was do was doing well. You know, with the squad he had, uh, the limited obviously resources he had. Um, you know, and then out the had blue. The fans on know, his side. He, 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 yeah, Everything yeah, had the fans on right. his side. Out, out the blue. You know, he's gone. You know, we we've brought in obviously. You know, uh, Michael Beale. You know, which you know a lot of the fans obviously were disgruntled about. You know, and we give him the benefit of the doubt, really. You know, saying obviously he's coming under you know extreme circumstances, obviously getting rid of a manager that all the fans liked, painting the <laughs> painting the, the bar black and white. Um, you know, he come under all those clouds. Do you know what I mean? So you give him the opportunity and the chance, mate. But it's just it's just turned out to be a circus, show, isn't It let's be honest. Um, and now obviously, you know, Dodgy back in charge. I think is this like something like the third or fourth time Dodgy's been in charge third time well, I know the, he's says, got it till yeah. the
3: end of the season hasn't he it's so just, they're obviously yeah, going to take their is, time you know, and try um, and find someone who, who's going to be the right fit because I you know, I think we all agree that Michael Beale was a strange one and we never thought he was the right fit and then from day one he sort of antagonised everybody didn't he by the way while we're talking about that we, <laughs> well, have, uh, we have to wish Tony Mowbray all the best as well with, yeah just gonna gonna by ticket. the way yeah. and um, we wish Tony all the best mate. and hope he's yeah, back in the friends of Tony big supporters yeah so Definitely, it's, um, definitely, but it's just a, a weird one, wasn't it? From from day one, he antagonised people. Then he, he come out with the statement about we're not going to blow teams away. Um, and and listen, as a yeah. fan, you don't want to hear your manager
2: say that, do you? You might no, think you eh? don't, mate. And, you know, it's it, it, what you, about you go. The, what you you got the Birmingham, a, Birmingham game. Yeah. What about? You, you, you were you just going to say about? Yeah. Exactly mate, that's exactly what I was just going to touch on there mate It's like, you know, you look at that incident And you know, we can see he's never seen him as much as possible You're the manager, you've made that decision to bring him off You know he's coming off the pitch Whether he's played well, whether he hasn't played well, you know, whatever You know, you acknowledge your players coming off the pitch, you know, regardless um, yeah, You know, absolutely. And he, he's, he, he's he's blagged him in a sense, you know, let's be honest and, well, You see, I was trying you know, to find you for me, excuse I, support
3: think, him And I thought, if, if Trey Hume's come off on the far side of the pitch and then he's trudged all the way Aye. around the pitch. Do you know what I mean? All the way but around, then,
2: yeah. But yeah. then
3: when you look at the clip, I mean, there's no way you can't yeah. see him, is there?
2: No. There's no, no way wait, that he, he can He that, can miss him. Steve, Stevie Wonder would have seen him, wouldn't he? Let's be honest, it's like crazy.
3: <laughs> it was, um, <laughs> it, was I mean? it was, it just... was. And that, that, that sends just... that a bad signal out as well to everyone else, doesn't it? To all the other players, well, it made, you, well, uh, it's, it, the player's
0: the play been respectful to you, showing his hand. You know, you, you, you know, it's like exactly when you come off, it's really disappointing in any way. So, for him to show the respect to give the hand to his manager, uh, just to acknowledge, and then the manager doesn't replicate that, that's probably an unwritten rule, yeah. isn't it? I think when we've, we've, we've both been in management, Higgy, and I think. All you've always got to give your players that respect when you make a substitution yeah. that you you know you you, you short-handed. Well, know, nothing's ever personal, is it, Clacky? Well, it's that, not no personal, way, is
3: no it? Way. Not not at all. Not
0: no, at all.
2: but that it's,
3: crosses a line. I mean, me, I mean, know, mean, when things like that happen, it crosses a line.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think the biggest thing for me as well is you know they're probably doing the right thing and leaving Dodgy in charge till the end of the season just to give you that times time span a look at somebody coming, you know but you know they may give it to Dodgy at the end of the day depending on how well he does you know who knows but if they're looking for for somebody outside of the club then it's going to give them that chance to actually get this one right you know because well, it, there's he been was a too, few names was mentioned that, last it? time was it was was Billy yeah.
3: Davis that I see get mentioned. But he couldn't do it to the end Davis
2: of the has season been mentioned, mate. like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, there's been quite a few, a few uh, names dotted about. Paul Legginbottom's like been dot, dotted about. Um, you Scott know, whether, Parker was one who I, I heard was dotted about. Yeah, Scott Parker was down as well. I think Scott Parker at one point was a favourite mate uh, to come in. Mm. Um, what I looked at the other day. Um, but yeah, there's been a fair few names. But they've got to get it right, mate, this time. They've got to get it right. And you know, whatever they do... Um, and however long it takes, you know the need to get it spot on because I don't think I don't think the fans will take much more to be quite honest. Um, you does does the fans starting to look out. upstairs? I think they're looking beyond beyond the uh, pitch. I think they're looking beyond the, the the actual managers, mate. To be honest, I think they are looking upstairs. Mm. Um, who they're directly looking at? You know, obviously there's been names bantered about, um, but yeah, you know, I think they are looking at that, mate, and seeing like what you know what's going on what's going on up there. That's obviously you know making making the changes that we've made over the over, you know over the last six months, you know obviously albeit you know Tony Morby Ma- being the biggest disaster uh, decision made ever you know in, in honesty because there was no reason for that for that man to to step away from this club. Um, you know, he, he he still should be in charge. Obviously, unfortunately, with what's gone on with him recently, he obviously would have been obviously stepping taking time out. But he should still be in charge of Sunderland, mate. You know, and, and I think everybody knows that and everybody believes that. Yeah, I mean they've
3: got a big end they've of the season, it, then, haven't they now?
2: Yeah. Oh, massive, mate! They've got a Got a good, chance, to good, season, good yeah.
0: chance at the weekend, haven't they? Mm, with the they've got a great Swansea, chance, you know?
2: mate. To bounce back, yeah, they've got a great fall. chance to bounce back. Yeah, and get and get get a good result, mate, and and you know and and push on and and hopefully you know get a good run between now and the end of the season to to you know to to maybe slip in the playoffs. It's kind of slipping away at the moment, but you know hopefully you know we can we can uh, get back on track. You know it's not it, we're not out of it. You know uh, by no means, but you know it's going to have to be a, a, you know a good run because uh, we've got some tough games coming up.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I think it's. Um... I think it's really important that they do have a good end of season and, and are still in the mix near the end of it. You know, if they want to try and attract players, then you want to be in and around the playoffs. And players who are going to the club want the club to be in and around playoffs, don't they? Otherwise, they're not going to be able to attract Definitely anyone. Mate. And obviously, with the yeah. manager's stuff, stuff being up in the air, they're going to have to get that sorted, I would think, very, very close to the end of the season to give him a chance to decide, you know, what he wants to do with the squad, who's going to come in. Um, so I'd be very surprised if they didn't know who was going to come in a few weeks before the end of the season, um, so he can make yeah, plans or yeah. start to make plans and start to prepare stuff.
2: Definitely, mate. Well, like I said, they've got to get it right, mate. You know, it's got to be it's got to be spot on this time. Um, you know, no rush. Rest- and it, it, it may be maybe the case where you know they've got to bite the bullet and and allow people whoever they're going to bring in to bring in backroom stuff, mate. Because you know, you know, as we know, a lot of managers like to work with certain people. You know, and, and certain certain uh, you know connections they've made over the years. Um, you know, but unfortunately, you know the the managers that have come in recently, um, including obviously Tony and and Michael Beale, have obviously worked with previous guys out of there. And that's you no know, this is no disrespect to the previous guys who were there, but managers like to, like their own you know backroom stuff because they feel more comfortable and obviously they know things work for them in, in that sense. So, you know, that's something that the club are going to look at because obviously in the last couple of appointments, you know, they've not been allowed to do that.
0: Hey, let's get it right, guys. There's are still only seven points off the playoffs. You can get yeah. a win tomorrow and cut that gap again. So, you know, there's still that opportunity for them to get in the uh, top six. And as you as you know, once you're in there, it becomes a little bit of a lottery. So uh,
3: they
2: still well, have that opportunity
0: does,
3: to get there. The thing is, Clark, this team's mate. going well now, isn't it? There? There's some teams who are already... There is, I yeah. mean, we look at Leicester and Leeds, Southampton and Ipswich. They're cast iron for me. Um, West Brom and Hull, everyone's trying to look at. I think West Brom have, have started to pick up a bit, but Hull are the ones as well who are coming now as well, aren't they? So, I mean, they've had a brilliant yeah, result in the week. Did they beat mate. Southampton, and then um, obviously Coventry have just slipped out of it. So there's there's a, there's a host of yeah. teams, but they're not going for many playoff spots, are they now? No, no. I, th- no, I exactly. think fifth and
2: sixth are
0: the ones that are available, aren't they? Because you've got
2: Southampton yeah. and Aye. fourth on well, six, six and seven points. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: So You're yeah. probably
2: just looking at. I mean, I mean, six, you know, there's an an interesting, obviously, that you know they're bringing Anthony Hirst in um, as first team co- coach, you know, because obviously previously you know other managers haven't been able to bring in, you know, uh, mm. people and backroom staff for them. So, you know, that's an interesting one. You know, I'm not, i, I said, I, I'm not 100 sure on on much about him, and I don't really know a lot about him to be quite honest. um Do we know who's brought him in as first team coach? uh it just says that he's been appointed as new first team coach mate so there's not really been I'm assuming obviously Michael Dodds knows him in some way shape or form um i think he's got a link with Graham mate he obviously from the Graham obviously mm. looks after the 21s um but barring that mate i'm not 100% sure on, on who's who's appointed who's appointed him or who's brought him in or uh, the, you know they've been very hush hush on that side of things yeah yeah, well, interesting times ahead, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, there are always interesting times in it, mate. Let's be honest, there's always something going on. <laughs> it's like George, like circus in at times.
3: Well, it's, that's a championship for you, isn't it? There's always <laughs> drama in it, and it, it doesn't take much for a club to to go into turmoil, does it? From nothing, it's just the way the championship it doesn't, mate, is. doesn't, exactly. I mean, exactly. You, you you can't write it because you don't know what's going to happen from week to week. Something will happen, and and no. there'll be something happening, and, and that's it. That club's in turmoil, or there's a club who'll get three wins on the spin, and suddenly they they're catapulted up the league. And it's it's such a a wide open league where anyone can beat anyone that you can't predict it. Yeah. I mean, look at look at Borough last week. You know we were well. I yeah. know. I think Clark, you predicted a Borough win, didn't you?
0: Um No, I didn't. Mate, I think didn't I went you? You? for we a, a draw? win. I would love to have said Burra.
3: Uh, I did, I said a one one actually. Yeah I, yeah, I thought you said one one. So and listen, when I when you're looking at the game and you're Burra two up and you think, Oh mate, you know, you can't the championship's such so unpredictable. And now I, listen, albeit Leicester had a, a really off day and I know they missed some chances near the end. But you can't take nothing away from from that result, can you? Burra going to Leicester.
2: No, didn't
3: give a prayer. Exactly, mate. Especially after what happened previous. And uh, not in great form, Burrah. But come away with a, with a result, and I really, I thought they were really dogged. You know, I thought they looked dangerous on the break, um, but defensively, I thought they all pulled together and 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 give it a real good go. And and like I say, Leicester did miss some chances at the end. I mean, Vardy missed one from under the bar. I know the centre half missed one as well. Um, but you know, I I thought, Borough on the whole probably deserved the win. So it's that gives terrific, them a shot yeah. in the arm after after everyone being doom and gloom. So suddenly now they're, they're looking up, they've got a game in hand. I know they could go level with Sunderland if they win the game in hand. Um, like you say, Clark, it'll put them again, what, seven points off a playoff spot. Um, whether they'll get there or not, a different story because they're so inconsistent at the minute. But a result like that has got to give them a shot in the arm, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, definitely, well, I hope I it doesn't happen. Not- but I hope it doesn't happen. But you would, you would, you know, the way Middlesbrough's season's gone, they could come off the back of that brilliant result at Leicester, and and not do the business tomorrow against Plymouth, couldn't they? Aye, mm. uh, that's the way it's gone for
3: them. Yeah, I mean, again, you can't. You know, they've had some really poor results at home, haven't they And mm, yeah. and I just, they need a bit of consistency. That's what they need. They need, they need to get people playing to that level every week or putting that that effort yeah. in. You know, whether they whether they come up with the quality or not. It doesn't matter if they put in that effort. Then yeah. they're not going to be a million miles away in every every game. But it's it's putting that effort in and and working hard for each other and running for each other and you know, I, I just think sometimes they look a little bit a little bit labored or a little bit slow in what they're doing. Um but take nothing away from it. That was built on a a really solid team performance and they kept a really good shape and they were really disciplined and they worked really hard and I think that's got to be the starting point for them in every game and then if someone can come up with a little bit of quality um, whether it's Riley McGree or whoever um, then that's a bonus but certainly that's um, that's a step in the right direction for me last week at Leicester
2: I still see Leicester winning the league
3: I can't see anyone else catching
2: them I think yeah, yeah. Leicester will definitely win the league, mate, without Well, they've got a big I just
3: result. So they play Leeds next? I think they play Leeds, don't they, at Ellen Road? Yeah, I think they've got Leeds, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, massive a massive game. game yeah, because Leeds are going really well. That's tonight. And you wouldn't put yeah. it past... I think, is it tonight? Yeah. It tonight? Yeah, well, like, you wouldn't put it past Leeds to get a result there. Um, no, I think true, they've only conceded one, one goal or something like that in the last eight. Um, but they're flying Leeds. And that'll be a really tough game tonight. I think it'll be a good watch. Yeah, yeah, will that will be, be a good yeah, game.
0: Definitely.
2: I think, I, th- I think you know, you you can't give it up with the playoffs. You know, I think both Arsenal and Middlesbrough might because there's always this point of the season where somebody goes on a good run, you know, and ends up in and around the you know in those playoffs at the last spot, you know. But uh, maybe you know it happens every year. Uh, you know, for me, well, it was so, but you but know, last year, wasn't it? On, it was Burrell last yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. In a mate. Run, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, you know, and this is the thing. I think the you know, worrying point is obviously Jack Clark's missing for tomorrow as well. By the way, so he's uh, he rolled his ankle at Birmingham, so I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a miss for us because obviously, you know, he, obviously he's been top scorer and obviously a lot of stuff comes through him. So you know, it's a concern for us on that side of things. But yeah, I think you know a late surge from from uh, from teams, mate. At this stage of the season, the business end of the season is, is massive, isn't it?
3: yeah yeah it is and that's you've got to put a run together we keep saying it don't we week after week about Borough Sunderland they need to start winning games they need to start putting runs together wins together you know whether it's four on the bounce but it's gonna take the longer it goes on it's gonna take something like that to catapult them up there isn't it they've they've got to win four or five on the bounce without without a doubt Um, if they keep doing little patchy bits where they win one draw one Lose a couple, then win one. They're never going to get up and make the ground up, party.
2: No,
4: exactly, mate. No. Exactly. No. It is the three legends across the North East on the Cat, the Red, in the tune. Craig Hignett from the Borough, Lee Clark from Newcastle, Darren Williams from Sunderland. Uh, you can be part of the show. You can put a call in. You can chat to the lads. All you've got to do is pick up your phone and, and bash this number out. Oh three three oh oh four three two thousand and two. That's 0330 043 2002. You can do the same on WhatsApp. You can send us WhatsApp messages into the boys, into the studio. That number, once again, 0330 043 2002. We'll be right back.
5: I fell off a chair at work. The chair was faulty, and they knew it was faulty. I sustained a hernated disc, and it causes me to have sciatica.
4: Thanks to Ather & Co,
3: Victoria was able to claim thousands for her accident at work, For the full story,
2: see athors.co.uk forward slash reviews.
1: Choose the one you know, Ather & Co.
5: This is Elton John.
0: Hello, I'm Phil Collins.
1: is not just any old 80s show join me for 80s mint two hours of the best 80s music and memories right here every saturday night from nine and mondays from six it's the three legends across the northeast clark legend williams legend hignett legend Whatsappers, call or send a voice message. Bands are at its best. 033 00 43 2002. Right across the northeast, east The tomb, the cat and the red...
4: Fellas, I know you're going to talk Newcastle very shortly, but can I just ask a question on the back of what you were just chatting about before the break? Um... Iggy, you were, you were talking about the Borough uh, beating Leicester and it was a big defensive display and, and the phrase that was used, and this is what the question's regarding is, you know, Leicester had a bit of an off day. I've heard people saying, I've heard Leicester fans saying, we had our shooting boots on, we'd have done them. You know, we had an off day, our strikers were had an off day. But when Borough play in that formation, Chelsea have had an off day hmm. and should have had the shooting boots on. Aston Villa had an off day and barring the goal right at the end, should have had their shooting boots on. Uh, and now we're hearing the same after this after this game, uh, which obviously was exactly what was said at the Riverside when Leicester came up to town. Is is there some credit there for the way Michael Carrick and the players have approached the game, their lineup, their 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 tactics that put these teams off their game?
3: Absolutely, I, I think. You know, like I said before, I think Borough deserved it. You know, whether Leicester had an off game or, off game or not, you've got to give Borough credit. Um, for doing what they did to them. You know, they changed the formation. I think they played five at the back, didn't they? And then <clears throat> made it really difficult for them to play through them. You know, they again, they were saying, you know, if you're going to break through us, then go wide. We'll defend our box. Um, and they did it really well. You know, they did miss a couple of chances, like I say. Leicester But every Every game you watch, there's chances that get missed. Um, Borough had two shots on target and, and scored two. So they were ruthless from that point of view, which hasn't always been the case this season. Um but I thought listen Borough deserved a massive amount of credit. And maybe it is a way of um, of playing, but it, it'll only work when you play against the better sides. You know, you're not gonna let a team who you're better than dictate the play and you sit back and try and hit them on the break, especially at home. So they need a different string to their bow. You know, they've they've showed that they can play the way they did against Leicester, against Chelsea, Villa, in that formation and, and be really I use the word dogged and, and that's what it is. You know, really hard to break down, hard to beat. Um, but I think when you come against a team with not that quality and you've got far more quality, then I think you have to play a little bit differently. You know, you you can be a possession-based team. That's that's fair enough. Um, but you can't sit back against those teams because you're going to have the ball more often than not. And that's when the onus is on Borough to go and create something. and And that really... Breaking teams down hasn't been their forte, has it this season? I think they've struggled a little bit at it. When teams come and sit in and say, "Right, you break us down," that's when they've been undone a little bit. But you know, that's that's the the manager's choice. What's he going to do? Is he is he going to come in for a bit of stick if if you're at home and you're playing, you know, for argument's sake, a Rotherham or someone who's down there, and then you play five at the back and sit in and try and hit them on the counter? A fan's going to be happy with that. I don't think so. And so it is difficult a, to play like that at all. Yeah, isn't? there's a happy balance to be made, you know, and and you have to see that the opposition that you're playing against, um, and and do it accordingly. But they've proved that they can play that way and be really good playing that way and get some impressive results against teams who are perhaps have a bit more quality. Um, it's the other side of it that they need to to improve on. You know, the goal scoring thing for me has, has been an issue all season. You know, can you break teams down? Have you got enough quality to when you get chances? put them away Saturday they proved that they did you know like I say two shots on target two goals Um, you don't get much more clinical than that but they they just need the consistency of the performances I don't think I don't think sitting in and playing on the counter like that will suit every game and and I don't think certainly the home fans, fans I don't think will will enjoy watching a team concede ground and, and say to someone come on try and Break us down, and then we'll just go and hit you on the break, especially at home. I don't think that'll happen. So, listen, that's that's for the manager to decide now, isn't he? Because he knows he's he's got both in his locker.
2: I think he's been I think he's been very clever in the way he's done it. Though Higgy, you know, in the games he's used it in. Mm. You know, I think it's, you well, that's know, what I'm but, talking about, you know, does. It, it, From, it, from got his point to of view, it, it's very, 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 you know, switched switched on in that sense. You know, he's took his time to look at it and, like you say, look at the teams and see what they're playing against and think. You know, if we can frustrate them a little bit here, um, mm. you know, and they've got to come and break break us down. And, and you know, like you say, it's, it's worked. It's worked in those two games.
3: Mm. It's a bit like we're saying, Clarky, isn't it? When we've seen these championship teams go up against Premier League teams and try and play their way out and yeah. try and out-football them, doesn't work, does it? So when, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's good that someone recognises yes. someone's got a bit more quality than you and we know we're going to have to defend and, and make it difficult for them. But then when we do break... You know, we'll break in numbers and we'll break a pace and then we'll try and cause you problems, but we're not going to play out. I mean, I thought Borough went a little bit longer as well um, on Saturday. I didn't think they tried to play out as much. They did now and again um, and got caught once or twice. But I thought they mixed it up a lot better from the, the playing out to going a little bit longer or trying to drop things in to people um, and and did it work for them. So you've got to give them great credit for it.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: To
3: no, Newcastle, definitely. Well, Newcastle, Where was Clarky. Newcastle <laughs> just conceding goals for fun, aren't they? Last three, they've let eight in, um, but haven't lost. <laughs> a game yet Yeah,
0: I mean the the Bournemouth game could have been another Luton four four job. I mean, and that's no exaggeration. It finished two two, but you know, both keepers uh, made some big saves and some you know, important saves and it definitely could have easily replicated the looting result as you say. The defensive work is not great at the moment but thankfully the attacking side of it is uh, very, very positive. We're creating lots of chances. We're playing some really exciting football but we're a bit open at the back. You've just been talking about, you know, Borough was good. They had a good defensive structure, good organisation. We've just lost a little bit this year. Um, It's, you know, and it, it it's a bit of a problem because you kind of just keep scoring three goals to win a game you know and in the last two games they've had to sc- in the home games they would have had to score three against Bournemouth to take all three points and they would have had to score five against Luton mm. for all three points so yeah it, it's a bit tough um big it, dan's coming in for a little flat no yeah. as well oh brilliant mate i mean the the, the forward play is superb um, but we just just yeah. we, we're, we're not taking the, the points against the teams that you down the table the teams to be honest yeah. which is yeah, a, yeah. Um, and by the yeah. way um, I, you know the, I said after the Luton game they were outstanding and they came to St James and I thought Bournemouth were equally as good played some great football again yeah. you know Um but, you know, Big Dan is now getting a little bit of personal criticism as well, you know, about teams targeting him with pace, etc. I think that's a bit, you know, there's a little bit to that. He's, he'll be the first to admit he's an honest lad. He's not at his best, but I don't think many of the defenders are from a defensive point of view. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's a little bit tough because I think obviously he's, he's been a terrific player and he will be again, you know, and it, just hope that the support can still be there for him. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've got we've got. Uh, it, w- it was great to see at the weekend because I think everyone f- had forgotten about him. See, Matt Ritchie get the equalising goal yeah. later on after coming on. Uh-huh. Um, he's been a he's been a real stalwart club, good servant, good professional by all accounts behind the scenes, and you know, obviously he's got a, a, a long uh, or. Oh, friendship or relationship should I say with Eddie Howe from that time at Bournemouth as well so good to see him getting on the score sheet uh, positive news today Alexander Isaac and Joe Willock back in training with the team this week so could be an outside chance they make the, the squad tomorrow for Arsenal but as, as we've just talked about it's that they're two attacking players I mean I know Willock will help you in the midfield area and he's been a big miss because he's a, he's a terrific young player but um, no we uh it, it's it's getting the back line tightened up and we couldn't ask for a harder game tomorrow, going to the Emirates tomorrow evening. <laughs> well Clark uh, they've been scoring for fair. fun, haven't they? The European yeah, game aside,
3: the league it. games, they've been absolutely incredible scoring all kinds of goals and it's it's gonna be a real test, isn't it?
0: Yeah, they've got some
3: great players, they've got
0: some real real talent in the attacking areas. Um it'd be a tough one.
4: Um but can we can we No, oh, we've lost him. He's gone. He's gone. He has. He's disappeared. So is he? Is he down the passed. past There he is. He's <laughs> back. He's Back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've just hit the. Sa- I've just hit the safety fence, lads. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I don't know what you mean, mate. I've never skied yeah. my life.
1: Yeah. So, like, uh, Defence. Yeah. Defensively,
2: are they just going through a bad patch then? Because we, uh, if yeah, you think just, early on in the season, we talked about how, cl- how many clean sheets you were keeping, and you know how well defensively you were doing.
4: Well, that's
0: where the success was built on. A bit up to Dave's question, yeah. really. You know, Newcastle had a brilliant se- season last year, and it was built on the back of the defensive organisation. We had, I think, we're in the top three, might even be higher for goals conceded last season. You know, in terms of uh, the uh, small number of goals, I think. Uh, Nick Pope had a record for the most clean sheets. Um, You know, to to be fair to Dubravka, he hasn't done a lot wrong. Um, You wouldn't point your finger at him for a lot. You know, there's a lot of goals gone past him since he hasn't been there. But I just think Pope gives the team a different organisation, a different mentality, a different type of belief when he's in there behind. You know, he he takes the the back lane to a bit of a different level. Um, So, yeah, I mean... Hey, that, that's how they got the Champions League last season, Daz, the, 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 the yeah, defensive work. Exactly. I mean, they played on the front foot, they played a, a high-pressing game, but the defensive work yeah. was superb, you know? Um, and that just yeah. hasn't been right. It's been a bit stop-start. He hasn't... Because what even last season, if he was changing midfield players or attackers, he very rarely touched the back four and goalkeeper. You know, those five were yeah. uh, consistently playing together uh, in league and cup. Yeah. And that hasn't been the case this season. It's been a bit... Botman's missed a lot of the season. Uh, You know, Trippier had a bit of a tough spell for five or six games. Dan's missed a lot of the season. Obviously, Nick Pope's missed a lot. So there's been that sort of upheaval. Um, Yeah. But listen, I mean, they're going to the game. They're five games unbeaten in all comps. So there's a good chance. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's tough. They're only point out of the European places. Seven from the top six. And then obviously... Top four is going to be a big ask because you're twelve points behind, you know, and then the, four, the yeah. form that the top four are in as well at the minute, you kind of ah, see them totally dropping it. a lot of points. So, no, nah, it'll uh, it'll be tough, but you know, I, I wouldn't put it past Newcastle getting a positive result. And then, Clancy, you got got to finish
3: in a European sp- spot to um, to kick on again. <sighs>
0: I think so, mate. I think it, th- there'll be a bit of disappointment if that wasn't to be the case, um, even if it's the a Conference League, you know, Higgy, mm. Just to get yeah. them them European days, keep going, and then you can rebuild again in the summer. The, the, the commercial deals and the financial fair play will be a, a bit more easier for the club to deal with come the summer transfer window. They'll be able to be more, uh, you know, stronger in that and be able to enhance the squad Without worrying about having to sell some of our top players to to create the funds. So yeah, I definitely think that, that, that would be the case. Higgy, I think there would be a bit, bit of disappointment around if, if they weren't to get that seventh spot. Um, where do you where you know, do you used so, to
3: sit because this week, um, the Newcastle players were at the darts, weren't they? There was a fair few of them there. Yeah. At the darts. Obviously Eddie mm-hmm. didn't know because when, when he was asked about it, he went, All right, can I have a, a list of who was there? Um <laughs> And they maybe f- they should have they gone got in a fancy few, dress. They got a few
0: booze, didn't they? Because they were
3: just drinking water and not drinking <laughs> paint. <laughs> where where do you sit on that? Are you, are you all right with that? I mean, I know it's you know they've got a massive game at the weekend. Um, not a problem. It, not a problem. Is it all right I mean, as long as they're not, not drinking and, and being stupid? Yeah,
0: definitely. Not not a problem. Good to see the seven or eight of them, how many of the were you know, socialising and as you say, they didn't do anything. Stupid, they weren't on alcohol or anything like that. They were just at the darts of sport on occasion, which they seem to enjoy. And uh, yeah, from me, not an issue. Um, you know, you, you want your players to have a good relationship off the field as well. It's not vitally important, but the most successful teams I've been involved in have had that type of mm. camaraderie away from the pitch as well. So, no, I all, mean, eight's um, a good
3: number, isn't it? Eight, eight shows you that they have got a little bit of, uh, of camaraderie in it. 'Cause normally you'd get Absolutely. like two or three going. Um but to have eight, yeah. that's that's a decent showing, isn't it? No, no, it's a it's a
0: good touch. And uh, yeah, I think I think Eddie would, you know, was a bit tongue in cheek this morning be happy with that type of response from the lads. The final thing on the Newcastle stuff, lads, is obviously not just selling players now, we're selling sporting directors. Well.
3: I mean, <laughs> what's gonna happen with it, Clarky? Yeah. how do you see I'll that panning that. out? <laughs>
0: I think they'll come to some agreement. I think that they've started off. I think I've seen the figure 20 million bandied about mm. for them. Uh I think they'll come to an agreement in between 10 and 20 million. I mean, it, it's not, it's not, it, well, as far as Newcastle's concerned now, it's over for them. He's not privy to any of the, because we were talking about it last week, weren't they? Him yeah. being privy to important transfer, you know decisions that could be happening in the summer which he could then take to Man United he's not involved in those talk, talks anymore because he's on gardening leave so Newcastle are really out of it it's up to Dan Ashworth and Man United now how, how much does does Dan desperately want to get the Man United how quickly and how quickly Man you want him to be working for their club because Newcastle can just sit tight and ask for the, the, the money they're wanting you know
3: mm. I mean it'll be yeah, interesting absolutely. won't it because I I see United and uh, Manchester United and, and Newcastle sort of in the same ballpark, looking for the same players. I mean, it might be different if United get in the Champions League; it might be a little bit different. But no, at I this do, moment I, in time, I, I, talk he, about size of the club and and being able to to finance whatever. I think they'll be in the same in the same market for the players. So, how? how I think. I think that's. I
1: think that's how important is it that, made? that?
3: Yeah. So, I, that must that must be that, for Newcastle. It must be a little bit. You know, we've got you in here for a long term thing, and you, you've jumped ship at the first chance. You know our transfer targets. You know who we're trying to get, and they've gone to a club similar who are looking at the same sort of players. How how disappointed will will Newcastle be behind the scenes with that?
0: Absolutely. I mean, you're it's absolutely spot on what you've said. They will be in this market for the same players come the summer. Newcastle and Manchester United, and if Newcastle have. You know, flagged up some that abuse. Man United's recruitment team having well, Dan Ashworth has been in those. You know, yeah. intel meetings, and he's been. You know, the privacy of them, the importance of it. Because you know what it's like, your, your, your targets are lined up well before the window opens. <clears throat> and by the way, that's not just senior players, that'll be young players, because since Dan Ashworth's been in, they've been bringing you know, a few youngsters from around the world into the, into the academy, loaning them to different clubs around Europe, Belgium and Holland. And that, that seems to be a market that they're going into as well. So that'll be something that Dan will take into uh, Manchester United. So, mm. you know, as soon as they started, really... Um, I don't know how long ago I mean it was just strange wasn't it been in the papers for weeks and then it came out and then uh, obviously he asked to leave so obviously as soon as I think he's big balls with Dave Brails the guy from Ineos with Sir Jim Radcliffe I think that's the link and um, so yeah I mean it would be interesting to see how it affects Newcastle, be an interesting stage to go to the transfer window in the summer to see if Man United pick Newcastle, any of the players, because that could certainly happen,
4: which which wouldn't be helping the the summer window for sure. We've had that question come in on WhatsApp from Tony who's in Gateshead, he's asking the question of, of the three of you, how damaging can Ashworth's knowledge be to the two?
0: it can be very damaging Dave it can, it, it, it can hurt cattle a lot that has to be the biggest worry and I think that was the biggest concern for Eddie when the news broke last weekend and he said you know has to be sorted as soon as possible and basically what he was saying is Dan has to be removed from the club he made his feelings known, wanted to go to Manchester United they've yet to sort out a compensation package but he had to be taken out of the environment of being involved because while he's still working he's entitled to go into those meetings you know with the recruitment team, the analysts, I mean the department they have now and recruiting players is just insane the amount of people they have and he would be involved in that they'll have their targets you know different age groups they'll have their targets for different positions etc and he'll have all that information he'll, he'll have some knowledge on, on on the players also he'll have information about your castles players as well you know mm. is there a release clause in bruno gamirez's uh, contract and what it is and all this type of stuff so yeah.
3: you i know, think that's, that's the important it, you, have, you have to have a bit well, of I'm, worrying yeah i think him knowing the ins and outs of everyone's contract Newcastle would be the worry for me. I'm not so much worried about yeah, the players point. because that comes down to, you know, a player's perception of a club. You know, Manchester United compared mm. to Newcastle United, but it that for me is the worrying one. The the players in the first team who he knows specific things about and and the contracts. So that's that could be um, that could be a nightmare for Newcastle for the for their better players. Um, it is. But I, do you ever it see a, a situation, Clarky, where they'll they'll dig their heels in and they'll say, "Well, no, we're, we're not accepting that, and you can stay on garden and leave as long as you want." Yeah, because think, if you talk about the it, money, the money doesn't mean anything to Newcastle, does it? They could go no, on and keep paying no, him and paying him, having to pay having to pay Danny's salary for the next because I think he's he could be on
0: garden leave for twenty four months, I think. Yeah. So I do I don't think that will bother Newcastle's owners having to pay him because you know and they'll just. They'll dig their heels in, like you said, and, and get what they want for them. And if that's twenty million, in Man United, one of them that desperate, they'll have to pay the twenty million. Because I think, I think probably, you know, in all honesty, they'd prefer Mister Unguard to stay on Gordon leave. Because then, whether he does or he the, doesn't, get it out of the way. And change. He, he won't be, he won't be able to get that information to Man United, or he shouldn't be able to get that information to Man United. You know what I mean? Well, we all know he uh, will. Won't he? not. Oh yeah, yeah. But he will not be officially employed by them. You know. No. But he will get it to them somehow. Um, right. So yeah, we. Um, no, I think uh, it, it, for, to answer the question, Dave, that the caller asked it, it could be very damaging, yeah. but hopefully not. You know. Yeah,
4: we've got another. We've got another WhatsApp for uh, it's a sundown one. Uh, Pete Hunt in Huntless Spring. We'll uh, we'll ask that of Darren Williams after a short break. Uh, the three legends cross the northeast. We'll be right back.
1: Clark Legend. Williams, legend. Hignett, legend. It's the three legends. WhatsAppers, call or send a voice message. We don't bite. 033 00 43 2002. Right across the northeast. by the fans for the fans the, tomb, the red, and the cats. It
4: is the three legends, Craig Hignett, Borough, Lee Clark, Newcastle, Darren Williams, Sunderland, and Daz, I think this one's for you. It's Pete Nortonless Spring. He said, How do we fill the Jack Clark gap? Obviously he's on about the injury, could be out for a couple of games, handful of games, don't know yet, but um, how do they overcome the loss of him?
2: Um, I think yeah, I don't think it's as it's as bad as the thought. To be quite honest, I think um, he was he was due to well, have a rest. Maybe this week. Um, I think the game has probably come too soon. So the chances are, he's probably going to be back for the next game after this. Um, you know, it's it's a funny one, mate. In, in honesty, because you know you can bring in you can bring in different personnel. You can shift shift people about. Um, you know, for me, you've you've got you know you've got i you've got seal to come in there um you've got yeah mundell who who could play on that uh, on that left-hand side um i wouldn't i'd be interested to see if the worth worthwhile throwing rig into the situation you know he's an exciting player you know he does he plays with no fear um i know he's a young young lad and you know we're probably asking a lot from him especially at this stage of the season um but you know i wouldn't i wouldn't put it past him being introduced um at some point uh, because you know i think he deserves it in games he's come on he, you know he he does he does look the part you know he, again he you know he's a young lad but he he just play, he just thrives when he gets on the pitch um but for me you know you've got let's like say you've got Mundell and, and you've got um you know i mean you could even play Roussan off the left um to a certain extent his work rates, you know is he, he, top notch so the, I think there's a there's a couple of options, mate. Um, obviously, depending on how how Dodgy's going to go, how he's going to line up, um, we'll obviously you know we'll, we'll obviously have to wait and see that. But for me, I think it can you know it's it's easily resolved. And listen, I'm not I'm not saying we're not going to miss Jack Clark because obviously you know he's he's been a, a prominent scorer for us and you know he, he creates a lot of stuff for us. But I think if it's if it's going to be um, you know one game, you, you know you've even got Bow could play out there. Um, you know So for me It's it's not an issue uh, But you know So long as it's not A prolonged thing That uh, keeps Jack out Okay
4: So there are options That's the answer To uh, to Pete's question uh, Coming up immediately After the end Of the three legends Ian Murtagh Black and white And red all over It's our sports journalist uh, Look at the weekend's football Ian joins us now Hi Ian What's on the show?
5: Hi gents I'm going to kick we. off I'm going to kick How off With a quiz quiz question you? For you boys Oh no Oh yes No, no. Na- name <laughs> the only person Who has either played for Or coached At the North East's Five biggest clubs By that I mean the current five biggest clubs Newcastle, Sunderland Middlesbrough, Gateshead And Hartlepool Oof. Newcastle, And you know something wow. I'm not going to give you the answer You'll have to listen <laughs> oh. To my show oh. because He's on <laughs> The he didn't, <laughs> He's he awesome, didn't is he? He, I'll I'll tell you who it is, lad. It's Steve Agnew. He didn't even realise he was a oh, history wow. maker. Now there's a yeah. lot, there's a lot of people I mean Clarkie, who played for Newcastle and Sunderland. I think Shea Given was the last to play for Newcastle, Sunderland and Middlesbrough. Now, But Steve, he he played for Sunderland, then he had coaching spells with Gary Gill at Gateshead, then he went to Hartlepool, then he had a long time with Gareth Southgate, and I talk Karanka at Middlesbrough, and of course he had a 12-year partnership with Steve Bruce, which included uh, two and a half years at Newcastle. Mm. So he's talking about yeah. his time at all three clubs, and it's fascinating to hear. And my second guest, well, it had to be someone Sunderland connected in. In view of what the events that have happened at the stadium like this week, and uh, there's no one better qualified to talk about that than Phil Smith, the uh, chief football writer of the Sunday Echo. Cracking, great,
4: yeah.
2: yep, good stuff. Yeah, my best to uh, Aggers. Yeah, me I, too. I too. I I certainly will. From the, uh,
5: I will. Do. He, yeah, he knows he, an awful. He knows an awful lot of people in, in the northeast because of, because he spent you know so long working at the clubs up here. Yeah, and it's yeah. nice to speak well, to someone who who really has strong links with with all three. Yeah, cracking. Well, stuff.
2: when I went to, first went to Sunderland, I car shared with Agus uh, on the way in, so you know so we spent yeah. a lot of time in the car in his punto as well, wouldn't he? he was a good player <laughs> in, the in his punto <laughs> <laughs> cracking stuff Ian
4: Murder black and white red all over immediately after the three legends comes to an end which is in about what about ten minutes from now so fellas I mean I don't know where you want to go now is it focus on the weekend and the games yeah you lead uh, yeah, yeah we'll do so, it yeah, mate, yeah.
3: We'll do that. I mean, we've already touched on on Newcastle, so we may as well start there at Arsenal. We know it's going to be a, a difficult game, Clarkie, for them, but do you see any yeah, chance that they can get difficult. a result
0: there? No, I, I can't. I can't you. you. know, Eddie goes into these games and he, he tries to have the team set up to play without any fear. And I do think, you know, attacking is our strength at this moment in time. Yeah. Um, what he has said this week, it's been a good opportunity without a midweek game to get some good work into the players on the training pitch. So, you know, we could see a response in the defensive uh, formation and, and, and organisation. So, yeah, a v- extremely tough game, as we said, one of the foreign teams, if not the foreign team in the Premier League at the moment, Arsenal. So, uh, But I'll let uh, the heart rule ahead on this one. I'll say we'll go to the Emirates and, and get a 1-1. Do, do
3: you see it being a tight game, clarky or a bit of a basketball match? I do
0: see it being a bit of a basketball match, mate, if I'm, if I'm honest. Because yeah. um, Eddie doesn't... I mean, uh, Eddie, do, he's not a manager who'll go there and he'll play this low block and he'll try and just frustrate them. He's never done that, even going to Man City. Uh, he's never done it in any home games and we've had some positive results. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think it could be an open game. The keepers will be... Uh, certainly, uh, earning them money to tomorrow because I think we're going to be in in action quite a bit. So, but I, w- take a point now, and I think, uh, as I said, you, go on with me, will Hopefully, that happens. And then I'm going for in the championship. I'm going for a double header of wins for our teams. I'm going Sunderland two nil against Swansea yes. in the borough to beat Plymouth two one. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure what if. if uh, what Borough like defensively, I've noticed have conceded quite a few goals, but uh, I hope they can keep they can follow on that brilliant result <coughs> at Leicester with uh, an important home win, and they can yeah. just start, get some mem- get some momentum.
3: Yeah, that's what they need. I mean, it, it'll be interesting to see how Michael Carrick plays it, won't it? Whether he'll stick with the back five, um, or whether and tweak it a little bit to be a little bit more offensive, or yeah. whether he'll he'll change back to. How they normally play and and be a lot more possession based and and you know keep the ball. The, it's the big thing for me is the goals. It, it always has been this season, and it's it's whether they can put the chances away when they get them because they do get chances. You know they they create chances, they create dangerous situations, uh, and the biggest criticism I've got of them this season is they don't make the most of the dangerous situations that they, they get themselves in. Yeah, um, yeah, and and you could say that for. For Sunderland as well, you know we we've seen the both the game yeah. when Middlesbrough played Sunderland. It, it was it was blatantly obvious what both teams needed, wasn't it? It was a centre forward who could put the yeah. ball in in the back of the net. Um, totally, mate, So, yeah. but I'm I'm positive about this weekend. I think you know, Plymouth of um, they they're the same. They have some really good results, um, but they have some really poor ones as well. Um mm. It's a typical Championship side, and uh, but you'd expect Borough being at home to have the upper hand and, and and get the win you know I, I think they'll win um, I'm going to say 2-1 I think they'll win 2-1 um, but it's a championship and, and you just you just don't know you just don't know I mean I'd like to see you know I, I don't know how far Isaiah Jones is off, off coming back um, I don't know whether you know Dave um, how close he
4: is I think the closest one's Latte Lath
3: yeah well I think Latte Lath is going to be back this weekend which That'll be a boost because he's a proper centre forward who has a right goal. Um, he's a live wire. I don't think he's blessed with the the, the best quality, but he's a real handful. Um, he because could fill of his, his boots
4: pace. because Plymouth concede goals like you know but it's it's a seven their defence. It's fourteen they've conceded in the last five mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah.
3: <clears throat> because they're, they're, everyone's like that, Dave. They're up and down, um, unless you you're one of the top four in this league, then you're all over the place with your, with your form you know some people will, will expect a win you know like, like when Rotherham came to, to Borough everyone expected Middlesbrough to turn them over bottom of the league and what, and what happens it's the championship if you're not on your game on that particular day then you'll get done by anyone in the league no matter where they are um, so it's important Middlesbrough continue what they they've done last year last week they had a, a really good base last week I think and and it must have given them a load of confidence, and and like I say, they need a big push, and they need to start winning games, consecutive games, and need to start doing it soon. So they've got a great chance tomorrow to come off the back of that with another win against against Plymouth, and and I think I think they will. I do. I fancy them tomorrow. Sunderland, I've got a win, haven't they? Sunderland, it's. I think they'll win anyway. Well, I think Swansea are in a, a bit win, of a poor run of form, Daz. And... I can't see anything other you know Jack Clark being out is a bit of a worry for me cuz he's the yeah. one who makes things happen. But I still think yeah. Sunderland should have a little bit too much for Swansea.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, like I said, you know, there's 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 ways and means of filling that, that area mate, but it's obviously like you say you're taking you're taking your you know, your top scorer out the game which is which is obviously you know going to be going to be questionable you know on, on where the goals are going to come from but for me yeah i think you know it's it's going to be a positive start for Dodgy, um you know regardless of you know jack being out um and you look at that you've got you know we've got the lad yield as well coming is it yield I'm, I'm sure it's yield i'm sure that's how it's pronounced or well, that's how i pronounce it anyway um but yeah you know you've got him, him coming in um you know he's available um, so, you know, th- there's still positives in there. Um, you know, I'm not gonna say t- the but I think it's gonna be a good start for Dodzy. Uh I do fancy, fancy us to get a result and get a win. Um again, you know, it's questionable obviously from a defensive point of view. We do see we concede goals as well. Uh but I'm gonna go three one. Three one to Sunland. <laughs> you um, love a three you um, does. Um I do, mate, I like I like the three, mate. I like <laughs> 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 uh, Clarky, can <laughs> I just wanna- can I just say
3: We've got to touch on the cup final, haven't we? At the weekend, between Liverpool and Chelsea, do, is your lad down I'm,
2: there? I'm is he,
0: back. I'm
3: are you back,
0: back for I'm it? I'm back for it, mate. I'm I'm back in England tomorrow, and then a uh, couple of hours later, I'm, I'm getting on the train down to London. Um,
3: well, I'll be down there.
0: Yeah, he's uh, he's he's involved, mate. He he came on Brilliant. against midweek in a good second half performance. Yeah, I mean, Luton were terrific first half. Yeah, I've seen um, that. But Liverpool he blew them away second half. Um, but yeah, he's what? What an occasion! I mean, to be involved in a game like this. Um, Is it? So, Would it
3: be his first one that he's involved in? A cup yeah, yet.
0: Um, cup final. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he just sent us a cheeky text. He says, "Well, you, you, you can, you can start building the tr- uh, the trophy cabinet before you get down to Wembley." <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, so I'll be. What you haven't putting got putting one already, uh, Clarky?
0: I, I haven't gotten out to show for May 21 years. He's been in the game two minutes he could have a play of them. <laughs>
1: but it's
3: it's amazing, isn't it, how many how many sons of of ex players. I mean Danzy's son, yeah. you know, Neil Danzi his son, son Neil came Danzy's on in, son in the week. Uh, didn't Jason he? Jason Kumax's son Coomass came on. Son's, uh, yeah, obviously yeah, your your uh, lads it's it's incredible, isn't it? All midfielders, by the way, as well.
0: I the club's got an unbelievable connection um you know when i when you go around like the ex players who are always you'll see them around Anfield but even at the AXA training centre and down at the academy um I, you know you see Robbie Fowler you see Mac Asty mm. you know uh Michael Thomas is an academy coach there Rob Jones is an academy coach there yeah. you know it's 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 great it's it's a it's a great club and and uh yeah, as you said, the connections with some of the parents now and the, the lads that play uh, is, is really good. I mean, the academy is just churning them out for fun. 48 academy players, uh, Jurgen Klopp's give debuts to since he came in as manager. That's an unbelievable stat. In a big yeah. club that's no, expected to well, win a, things. well. a club as well.
3: that's going for Champions League and leagues and, and cups. And, you know, they're, they're competing at the very highest level. And to give that many academy lads a, a, a go, I, I, I mean, I don't even think there'd be another club who could come close to that? No,
0: no. They've, oh, they've, they've, uh, they've, they've renamed, because obviously it was the Busby Babes, wasn't it, now it's the Kindergarten Cops. <laughs> Clops. <laughs> 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 the Kindergarten Clops. <laughs>
2: no,
3: it's class, but they are, they, I mean, they're just, they're in a, a great way at the minute. I'm looking forward to the game uh, and yeah. I fancy them as I well. Bump in, I, I might bump into you then, Higgy well you might do yeah you might not see me but you might bump into me
2: I'll tell you what Daz. Like, you send them all our best mate Ah, yeah, well, thanks guys, guys. much mate.
5: appreciated
4: yeah thank top you. man yeah wish him all the best but I'll tell you okay. what Daz those two are off to Wembley we'll just have to have a pint
2: oh mate I, I <laughs> thought you said we're going to Dubai this week oh, come <laughs> on, <baby. laughs> that's next week
3: when we're all back
4: <laughs> yeah indeed No, that's when you're at Wembley <laughs> we will, we'll <laughs> right, let,
2: let me just let me just finish off our predictions Newcastle 2-2 draw and Borough 2-1 what a good lad fellas yeah.
4: done and dusted Ian murders next have a good weekend fingers crossed for your lad Clark I hope he enjoys it
2: yeah all the thanks best guys have a, have a great weekend, weekend all lads. have a good, have good luck. All sure. the best take care lads. lads thanks fellas see you, see you later <laughs>
1: i um.